0: Hi and welcome to Lake Champlain Access Television's Town Meeting 2020 coverage. I'm LCA TV Executive Director Kevin Christopher and joining me tonight for a Colchester Town Budget and Capital Plan presentations uh, are four members of the Town of Colchester. Uh, To my left is Jeff Bartley, he is the Colchester Select Board Chair. On down the table, we have Pam Loringer. She's a select board member. We have Aaron Frank, the town manager, and we have Jeff Urbanick, the deputy town manager. Thank you all for joining us tonight.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you. Uh, we're gonna talk a little about the budget, and uh, or a lot about the budget, and then a little about, bit about the capital plan. But let the, uh, let's start with you, Jeff. Um, Can you explain to us just generally who's responsible for the budget and its relationship to uh, town's governance? Yeah, absolutely, It's a great question. Um, Colchester Charter
1: provides a relationship and direct form of democracy. Um, We have about 85, 90 uh, people who are elected to local boards like the select board or school board um, and or appointed, like the Planning Commission or the uh, Development Review Board and so forth. Uh, there are three areas where we are a direct democracy. We, we voters uh, vote on us, obviously. They vote on the budget, um, changes to the charter, um, long-term capital plan, which we'll talk about tonight, and then, of course, the annual budget. Um, as a legislative branch of government, uh, the Select Board works with the staff to develop the budget. Um, we priori- provide priorities. Um, what we would like to see um, as the elected officials, um, and they go back, work with the department heads and so forth uh, to to put the budget together. Um, We have several uh, meetings um, uh, with the budget process um, and so forth, and then this year, uh, we directed the town manager to add funding to support a fire chief um, and three full-time firefighters. Um, We are facing a dangerous lack of coverage um, in the town of Colchester, Um, so that was really uh, the directive from the select board uh, to the town, which, Uh, It was also um, a little bit of a a contradiction in that we also wanted to make sure our budget was within our means and so forth. And I think what we have so far uh, with about eight months of planning um, and efforts um, and meetings and um, back and forth with uh, town staff and so forth, um, we have a very, very nice budget uh, to present this year. Great. Thanks.
0: Uh, What have you done to uh, help control spending, keep the property taxes uh, a little easier for the residents?
1: Oh, uh, there, there's a lot of great things, you know, mm-hmm. anything from energy efficiencies and so forth. Um, but the town staff is constantly examining uh, ways to save money by cutting costs, essentially, uh, looking at different ways of doing things and increasing non-property tax revenues and so forth. We also uh, are careful in defining our roles and give the town administration, uh, the manager, deputy, and department leadership time to focus on efficiency and effective uh, services uh, to delivery. And one of the primary roles of the town uh, as deputy town manager is to consider uh, business processes uh, vendor contracts, and um, of course to work to maximize cost.
2: Great, thanks.
0: Aaron, let's go to you. Uh, can you provide some specific examples of how uh, Colchester taxpayers are saving through the town's efforts?
2: Be glad to, yes. So first, about five years ago, the town changed out all of its street lights to LED streetlights. They use a lot less energy. So we saved by our total electric bill, which was then about 200,000, about 25% off of that. So roughly 50,000 by changing out our streetlights. Um, We had to borrow a little bit of money to do that, but it definitely paid back. Um, In this last year, with the help of the deputy town manager and the select board support, we installed two three-acre solar farms, So now we're producing about 66, 70% of the energy consumed in providing municipal services and over the life of those farms they will save about a million dollars after paying back all their capital and operating expenses so um, that's just one area another area that we worked on is the causeway was damaged in may 2018 and glenn Katita our parks and rec director and i worked i think about a thousand hundred hours to work with the federal government and state government to um, receive federal funding and in out of about $1.8 million of damage, the town share wound up being about 38. So um, again, the select board gives us time to work on these things, but those, those kind of efforts really pay off. Some other things that, that we do is as mentioned, one of the, the goals of the deputy manager is to work on contracts and we aggressively negotiate contracts on healthcare. We saved about 12% and telecom, we saved about 50% this year. So another arena that we work in is we empower and engage our department staff and department employees. A couple of years ago, our uh, Public Works Operations Manager came up with this idea to spot mill and people may have seen there's real clean cuts in the pavement and then they, they patch it that's about 10,000 a mile versus $100,000 a hundred thousand mile for complete repaving so we're just trying to stretch that taxpayer money a little bit uh, scarce taxpayer money a little bit further. Um, Something else we've done in the last year is the Parks Department is now plowing the town's uh, buildings for access to the public. That frees up the Public Works Department to focus more on roads, highways, and this kind of thing. Um, Finally, uh, Colchester Police Chief Allen restructured the department to provide an additional sergeant sergeant to help with community service and and really policing, helping the officers in the community, and uh, we did that at no no cost. So we're real proud of those efforts to reorganize and constantly reinvigorate ourselves.
0: Thank you. And thank you for explaining the paving, which I've been wondering about Mm -hmm. for (laughs) a couple of years now.
2: Excellent. Uh, How has this uh, budget changed? So the budget itself has not changed that much in dollars. It's about $1,600 more, but here's some service changes. Um, One of them is that Milton is no longer contracting with the Town of Colchester for dispatch. Um, We lost some economies of scale with that service as Milton was paying for about three of our eight dispatchers. It takes about six to dispatch for Colchester. So there was one that was kind of shared. So in this next year, the Town of Colchester is gonna have to fund an additional dispatcher. It's not an addition of employees. We actually had to uh, move on to other roles, but we're having to fund more because we lost that relationship. Um, Another thing that we're doing is we're adding about $20,000 more to the Howard Community Collaborative um, Social Worker Program. And this program really frees up um, public safety, emergency workers, mostly police for police work, but then assigns uh, social workers to these um, community needs that we didn't have in the past. So it really applies the the best folks to deal with the situation. Um, Finally, the biggest change was the creation of the town-wide fire department. And um, as the chair noted, we're really dangerously low in terms of response to a structure fire during weekday daytime when the volunteers, we have about 90 of them, but a lot of folks work out of town and weren't able to get back quick enough. So um, adding a full-time chief and three weekday daytime fires firefighters for next year was a major change. How do you approach the budget? So first we look at costs and we really hold the line on cost and we kind of challenge assumptions and justify expenses um, and really look, can we do it for what we're doing it now? Can we do it for less? And then we analyze our services, contracts, and then maximize non-tax revenues, which are fees for services. Um, Property tax dollars are always the last money in to the budget.
0: And what's the overall change to the budget this year?
2: So there are 25 service groups in the budget and eight saw reduced expenses um, and 16 are increased. But of those 16 that increased, three increased by a thousand or less. And so we really try to manage the town dynamically. Departments or service groups don't just get an automatic increase. We kind of look at everything about, you know, how are you doing, could you do it differently? Could we move something to a different group because resources are available? And, but the, overall, the budget is up by 0% or 1700 in total. Can you talk a little
0: bit about uh, the largest and smallest departments you're dealing with here?
2: Sure. So the town's primary area of expenditure is public safety. We spend about 45% on public safety, which is police, fire, rescue, public safety, dispatch. And in Colchester, we've got technical rescue. And then the smaller areas are support services, such as a manager's office, um, information technology, and human resources.
0: Uh, How do you show that you're controlling costs in the town?
2: Sure. So despite adding services, our budget's really not increasing. Uh, The general funding expenditures that people vote on in Colchester exclude capital. So what we're talking about is really services. And most of our services are kind of old fashioned boots on the ground services, public works, uh, police, fire rescue, and that sort of thing. So we compare ourselves to something known as the New England Employment Cost Index. And this is a private sector index of the total cost of employees from wages, um, benefits and employer paid taxes, and that's up by about 4 percent. But if you think about the town's budget, mostly delivering services, not up at all. I think we're doing pretty well, even by private sector standards.
0: Do you think the the town is doing what it can to uh, increase non-tax revenue?
2: Absolutely, that's important as well. We're always looking for ways to do that. So expense uh, revenues on fee-based services are up by about $68,000 or 3.1%. We're also using prior tax, prior years tax revenues if there's monies that aren't spent um, to the tune of 44,000, uh, 441,000. So if there's money left over, we use it to defray future tax dollars. So we really try to use everything as much as we can. And um, in total of the general fund budget, that folks are voting on, 17% of the revenues are from non-tax sources. And of all town funds, which includes recreation, stormwater, sewer, etc., we raise 38% of our monies from non-tax revenues. So again, where we need money, we try to get it from non-property tax sources.
0: Can you talk a little bit about growth in the town and how that's impacting the tax rate?
2: Sure, so the total value in, of new investment in Colchester between this year and last year was about 25 million, or about 1% of the total value of property. And so it's slow and steady great growth, but it definitely helps keep the taxes down over time.
0: And how about uh, debt? How much town debt is there, and what what's the source of that?
2: Sure, so currently the town has about $2.9 million in long-term debt. Um, that's debt up to 20 or 30 years, and that includes a drainage project in the Bellwood neighborhood, a town public service buildings on Blakely Road, and the land um, on the Hazlet property on East Lakeshore Drive. So the FY21, the year that we're voting on, there'll be a payment of 502000 for that debt, but that debt is now being paid for the local option tax, which the voters voted in a few years ago, so that again, that's not on the property taxes.
0: Let's get to the numbers then. Can you recap the uh, fiscal year 21 budget for us and any uh, previously approved capital expenditures?
2: Sure, so we've got a chart here, and um, looking at number one on the chart, um, the budget is $13,131,084, or a zero percent increase over last year. And then we look at the budget after non-tax revenues, because you think about what are the property taxes gonna pay for, and that's $10,938,000. And then uh, number three on this chart shows the local option tax paying for the previously approved uh, voter approved capital, and then we have capital funding that was approved by voters um, for multiple years for buildings, vehicles, equipment, parks, and transportation, basically maintenance of existing infrastructure totaling about uh, 1.1 million. And then the total operating budget and previously approved capital is $12,033,452.
0: Can you explain a little bit about how the fiscal year 20 budget uh, relates to the tax rate?
2: Sure. So we start with the total value of all property in Colchester, which is two billion one hundred and ninety-three million dollars. We then divide that big number by hundred to get what we call the grand list, which is twenty-one million nine hundred thirty-nine thousand one hundred and seventy-four, as noted on item one. And then we look at item two, which is the combined operating and capital budget, um, which is known as net net municipal liability. And then you divide the grand list by net municipal liability to get the estimated tax rate, which is .5485, so 54.85 cents per hundred dollars of property value on item three. And then this results in an estimated 1.02 percent increase over last year's tax rate.
0: So everyone's big question, what is the average taxpayer going to pay?
2: Sure, so municipal taxes will increase slightly. For example, homes with a value of, of 350000 would increase by $19 per year.
0: Okay, how about others in the town? What do they pay?
2: So we compare ourselves to the other inner Chittenden County town and based on the other Chittenden County communities and we're the third lowest property taxes per resident in inner Chittenden County, only behind Williston and Essex, which respectively have significantly more local option tax, which they use for operating expenses and in Essex case, commercial property tax value.
0: Thank you very much, Aaron. Uh, Jeff, do you have any closing comments on the budget? No, I, I think the
1: uh, staff did a great job on this. Um, you know, there's, there's some uh, constraints we put in it, uh, make sure, you know, limited growth and so forth, but um, the addition of the daytime firefighters and the fire chief are great things for the town of Colchester, um, and to have only a $1,600, uh, you know, dollar increase in the budget um, is phenomenal, and uh, a lot of kudos and congratulations to the town staff, um,
0: Aaron Frank and Jeffrey Bannock. Um, they did a fabulous job on this. Thank you very much. Well, other Jeff, uh, um, Colchester also has a capital plan this year. Can you explain, or capital plans, can you explain a little bit about what those are? Uh,
3: Colchester has six capital plans where the voters approved funding for multiple years at a time. And they expire in staggered rates. So they're not all due this year, but we do have two. Uh, They're very important because they help us uh, save money over time So not only do we pay for capital improvements every year with a little bit of that funding, but allows us to save uh, for several things, and most importantly, matching for grants. Uh, We recently replaced a 20-year-old police boat, and we got grants and other funds for about 60% of that. But about $100,000 had to come straight from Colchester's cash, and that was paid for from the police capital plan because we save every year for it. Uh, These plans allow us to line up other matching funds for grants, oftentimes, especially for federal and state grants. uh, They want to know that you have a 20% cash match already committed, and it's very tough to find that in the budget. But if you have capital reserves, uh, that's where we go for our cash match. So they're very useful for us, and they help us accomplish a lot uh, so that we're planning for the future and we're not scrambling for money. So knowing our funding over time provides a significant advantage uh, in all sorts of capital replacements. Uh, also, since the plan span multiple years, uh, the funding remains available, and it's sort of the same way that they do in the private sector. Uh, for instance, one of our ambulance was planned to be re- replaced last year, but uh, we can get another year out of it so we keep it. So that money that we are going to apply towards the new purchase rolls over and stays in that capital fund. Uh, so it doesn't go to the general fund surplus uh, and get mixed in with everybody else. That fund keeps it so that if this year we need to replace that ambulance, we have that money available still. So we don't suffer from the spend it or lose it dilemma that uh, you might run into in some other situations. Uh, and also these capital plans help us avoid borrowing costs as much as we can uh, by keeping that uh, little cash reserve uh, available to us. Uh, so you want to think of these plans of saving a little bit every year so that you, you might have the money to buy a new roof in 25 years on your home uh, as opposed to having to take out a bank loan. So there's two ways of doing it. Uh, We feel the reserves, funding the reserves every year are a a prudent way for the town to accomplish capital goals. And they also help to avoid tax spikes. Uh, If we had to come back for $100,000 for a police boat in in the budget, uh, that would significantly alter the tax rate that year. Uh, But since we have uh, these funded tax plans, uh, funded capital plans that are funded through property taxes, Uh, those spikes are avoided. Uh, And two of these are uh, up for renewal this year. They expire. Uh, uh, The voters have reauthorized them several times before, so they're not new plans. They're just renewals of existing plans, Uh, the technology plan and the communications plan.
0: Thanks. How much do these capital plans cost the taxpayers, and what's the, the return on their investment there?
3: Sure, the technology capital plan raises about $35,000 each year. That pays for ongoing computer replacements and software upgrades. Uh, That's about uh, 8% of a tax penny, uh, which is .0016 on the tax rate. Uh, We feel that's a relatively minor impact on the tax rate for being able to have a reliable funding source for those capital improvements. And the communications capital plan play, pays for townwide telephone system and the radio system used by our emergency services. And that's $25,500 every year uh, or 0.0012 on the tax rate. The funding allows the town to continue uh, modernizing and uh, replacing obsolete equipment. Uh, and a lot of times we found out recently uh, with security, Uh, especially IT security, one of the biggest flaws that can be identified is obsolete equipment uh, that can't be upgraded. Uh, Nobody patches the software or the firmware for this stuff. So uh, being able to rotate and replace obsolete equipment is
0: integral to our uh, IT security scheme. Thank you. Uh, Jeff Bartley, any closing thoughts on, uh, here, uh, excuse me, Jeff's uh, capital plan presentation?
1: Yeah, they're, you know, the great plans, as he's alluded to, we are really just renewing uh, these plans. These aren't anything new to the taxpayers um, or to Colchester residents. And, you know, uh, kudos to uh, the residents for having the foresight uh, with some of these plans. Um, and the town staff for continuing to upgrade them. Um, and in my understanding, we get asked on a regular basis to go speak to other communities um, on our, our planning approach. And, you know, it's, it takes time to put these plans together. They're well thought out. But the more time you spend planning, um, it, the more accurate the costs are going to be to the taxpayers. So, again, thank you, Aaron and Jeff, for, for steering a good ship.
0: Thank you. Uh, Jeff, how can... Colchester residents get involved in this decision-making process that's coming up? Oh, there's there's a lot of ways they can.
1: Um, You know, we're holding our annual community dinner on Monday, uh, March 2nd at uh, 5.30. That'll be at the Colchester High School cafeteria. It's a nice spaghetti dinner Mm -hmm. um, that uh, we put on. The legislators will be there. The select board will be there to to speak on the topics or answer questions and so forth. Um, And then uh, town staff will also be available. And then um, following uh, the community dinner, uh, which is free to the public, uh, the actual town meeting occurs at 7 p.m. Um, in the Colchester auditorium host uh, at the high school um, Voting begins the next day, March 3rd, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, if you want to vote at the polls, uh, voting is actually already started. You can vote by early absentee by requesting a ballot um, online through the Secretary of State's website, or you can go into the uh, town hall uh, to request your ballot. Um, and uh, voter registration is also going on um, at the clerk's office from 7.30 to 4.30 Monday through Friday, and, of course, um, online at the Secretary of State's website. So lots of ways to get involved, and you know there's always positions available in the local town uh, board of
0: Commission, so we invite anybody from the public to join us. All right, Thank you very much, and thank all of you representatives from the town of Colchester for joining us for this presentation. Uh, and thank you for watching. Um, you can continue to watch our town meeting coverage here on LCA TV. We have budget, uh, school and select board budget presentations. Uh, we have some candidate uh, statements coming up until the weekend before town meeting, and then watch our town meeting results at 7.30 on March 1st. <coughs> Uh, And you can find all of our programming information by calling 862-5724 or on our website, lcatv.org. Thank you for watching.